Welcome to Cowboy Jim's Stories Around the Campfire. One of the things I've gotten to do over the years was spend a lot of time up in the Moosehead Lake region in Maine. I often went with a group of high school students and leaders during the summer and also during the spring. Often I took groups of men for fishing trip and some enjoyment there like that. Moosehead Lake is a big, big lake. And there are times it can get very dangerous because of the winds that blow. And every year there are people who lose their boats and sometimes people lose their lives because they get caught out on the lake unprepared. The time I want to tell you about now actually was not on Moosehead Lake, but on Moose River which feeds Moosehead Lake. Started like this. We had climbed Mount Kenio one day. Mount Kenio is kind of an island. It's really a peninsula, but the only way you can get there really is by boat. And so we got there and we all climbed up Mount Kenio. And it's a fairly steep hike. And as you get to the top, there's a lookout tower. It used to be a fire tower and you can climb up that and look around. It's it's really neat to be able to see all that and on a clear day you can see like forever. This particular day almost the whole group had gone up and we were headed on our way down and usually we would go down a different way not go up the really super steep area and we were headed down that other trail. I was just walking along and suddenly stepped on something, a rock, a log, something and I turned my ankle really badly. And I was laying there moaning and groaning and other people coming to help and my wife was there and so I tightened up my shoe and just walked out very slowly. I have kind of weak ankles down through the years. I've had a lot of issues with them. Even years of playing basketball, I would have to get taped up all the time but this time I had done it pretty good. And so we finally got down, got in the boat, got back over to where our cabins were. My ankle had swollen up really big. It was turning all sorts of color. So I knew I was gonna be limited for the next few days. And then about two days after that, I was starting to get along some and I was going down the steps of the cabin that I was staying in and stepped on one of the steps and broke right through the step. I couldn't believe it. It was the same foot, same leg, and it really hurt it some more. Now that all happened, I believe, because God was at work in some special ways. But I didn't understand it at the time, and I wasn't having a whole lot of fun. We had planned for a canoe trip with everybody to go down the Moose River. And the Moose River, we started at a place called Long Pond and you go down and there's uh, some rapids and eventually the Moose River empties into Brashua Lake, which then continues on the river a little bit and empties into Moosehead Lake. We decided it was a pretty good trip to do we had rented a lot of canoes for everybody, and the trip started. Because of my ankle injury, 
I couldn't go. And I was feeling a little bit sad for myself, but we got everybody in the canoes and we had arranged to meet everybody at a little bridge that crosses Moose River. And we would bring lunch there for them and it all was working out well, but it had started raining. So things were pretty wet and miserable. We got there to the bridge. Oh, I suppose it was around noon. And we had a nice lunch for everybody. Everybody was there. They got there with their canoes. And the spot where we met them, they needed to take the canoes out and kind of take them around. It was just really a really fast area of water. And so they moved all their canoes beyond that. They stopped and ate their lunch underneath the bridge because it was still raining. We decided it would be okay for everybody to keep going. In retrospect, I expect that was probably not the best decision. Many of the kids were not really experienced canoers. And I didn't know the water coming up was a lot of rapids. My friend and co-pastor at the time, Ralph, had been on the area and he thought it would be okay to make it. So everybody started on down Moose River. By the time we had picked up all the lunch stuff and started to get back in the cars there at the bridge, we noticed that there were two or three canoes had already turned over in the very first rapids. And that water then was starting to get really cold. And everybody would get out, empty out their canoe, get back in, and keep on going. It was far more treacherous than I knew. We had gotten back in the car and headed on back to the cabins where we were staying. Then thinking, okay, we'll, we'll see them coming. And we had a time that we thought we would see them coming down the Moose River to the cabins right where we were. We waited and waited and waited, and the time went past the time for anybody to be there, and we were starting to get worried. So I got in the car along with a couple of the other leaders who hadn't gone on the trip, and we drove up to Brashwood Lake trying to see if we could see anybody. We couldn't see anything, and finally I turned into a little road where there are a few cabins right along Brashwood Lake, and I just stopped at one. And I went and knocked on the door, and a guy answered, and I told him my dilemma. I said, I have a group of high school students out there somewhere. The rain was still falling. We don't know where they are. We can't find them, and we think we might need help. The guy was very, very nice and thoughtful. He had just been getting ready to go and said, if I'd come five minutes later, he wouldn't have been there. But he said, look, I'll take you out in my boat and we'll go out onto Brashua Lake and see what we can find. So I did. I went with him out and it's a kind of a small fishing boat. We're going along the water. And we were almost to the very end of Brashua from that part and still hadn't seen anybody. He was about ready to turn around and suddenly right where the Moose River comes in to Brashua Lake, there were some of the first 
canoes. I couldn't believe it had taken them that long to get that far. Actually, what we saw were some canoes. We saw several kids in the water just holding on their canoes because at that time it was warmer in the lake than it was outside. And so we started trying to help everybody. We got them back in the canoes and gave them the direction to go. It was going to be closer to go towards where the man was in his cabin than to continue along Brashua Lake to Brashua Dam. It turns out that Ralph and the student that was with him, I think it was Laura, and my son Tom and his partner Linda had already gone ahead and were paddling as hard as they could to get to Brashua Dam and then on down the rest of Moose River to the cabins to get help. But they were out of sight of us, and we didn't know that at the time. There was one canoe that had tipped over many times. Those people were just freezing to death. They were certainly in a stage of hypothermia. So we got him and her, and, and we got them onto the boat, tried to get start getting them warmed up, and took them and a couple of other canoes and we went back to the man's place. It was always a little frustrating to me that he did not drive faster than he did, but he was right. You can't drive that fast when you're holding on or towing the canoes behind you, but it seemed like it took forever. We finally got to his cabin, and we got the two uh, people out who were really freezing and, and shivering and shaking, and we got them into the cabin and started getting them warmed up. And the other campers who'd gone along in the first ones, uh, they went in and started taking care of the canoes. We went back and started picking other people up. I don't remember exactly how many times we went back and forth to pick up the students. I know it was three or four times each time bringing as many canoes as we could. And, and of course, each time we did that, the people who had to stay behind, it was such a forlorn look they had. And they kept trying to paddle. And I told them, you need to keep paddling, stay warm, keep coming our direction. They did. And we kept going back and forth and back and forth. And finally, we got everybody to the shore there on Brashua at that man's house. I really believe that if I had been on that trip, things might have gotten much worse because there would have been no one to come to the rescue. And I really do believe that I hurt my ankle and fell through that step so that I would be available to go and give that help. Some might say it's a coincidence, and maybe so, but I believe that God really helps with those sorts of things. We lost a couple of canoes that day. The kids would hit against rocks in those rapids, and it would pin the canoe against the rock and fill with water, and they could not move it. And so much water against it, it would actually kind of break the canoe. And so they were going along with other people. I've told many people, we own two or three canoes up there in the Moose River because we had to pay for those canoes. 
but everybody turned out okay. The two that had hypothermia warmed up and they were okay. Ralph and Laura and Tom and Linda had gotten down to the cabins about the time we got the first load of campers back to the cabins. And so everybody was okay. It's a hard thing when you know that you're responsible for so many people. And it could be a dangerous situation. It was a very hard and dangerous trip. And we never did that trip again. We learned our lesson. But in all of it, a couple of things came out that were very, very good. First of all was the way everyone just helped each other with the situation when their canoes tipped over, others would help them get back up and empty it and get back in. When a couple were caught against the rocks, like I said, they helped as much as they could and got people in the canoes. But the one thing that stands out in my mind was that two of my leaders, and especially they were students, but they were leaders of the group. And it was my daughter, Carrie, and a friend of hers, Derek. They were instrumental in keeping everybody together and encouraging them and helping them. And afterwards, so many people told me how much they had helped each other and kept everybody together. Their calmness and being cool-headed in this situation probably kept everybody much more safe. They actually may have preserved the life of the two who had hypothermia because they kept helping them and trying to keep them warm. When I had found them at the mouth of the river coming into Brashua there, they were all together in a big group because Carrie and Derek had continued helping everybody stay together. In fact, I believe it was Derek was in the water at the time, helping some others just to stay warm and work in keeping their canoes going the right direction. I was so proud of them and so happy to see that sort of initiative and that sort of leadership. Carrie became my first intern, I believe it was the next summer, in spending time and helping lead the trips and the various ministries that we did there at the church. So as hard as it was, it turned out to be a really great experience for everyone in learning to help each other, in learning to trust God, in learning to keep going in adversity. We've done many other canoe trips since then in a lot of places. Down in the Pine Barrens of New Jersey, we've gone on some more trips there in Maine. We've been on trips on the Lehigh River up in Pennsylvania, but the one on the Moose River was the one that probably scared us the most. There were others that had a lot of excitement, and I'll tell you about those later. For those of you that like to canoe, you know it's a lot of fun. You know also that sometimes it can be pretty dangerous. Well, until next time, this is Cowboy Jim's Stories Around the Campfire.